Hi, I'm Lottie. And I'm Mark. And this is Showtime Shenanigans. How's life? Life is damn tuned and sexy. What does that even mean? (laughs) The weather's nice today. I feel like I'm just vibing with life today, you know. I woke up this morning and I was like, let's start the day. I'm I'm here, I'm ready, let's do I'm, it. I'm ready for life to happen today. I woke up earlier than usual. Did you? I did. I woke up at half nine. You were not awake at half nine, because that's when I, I woke up and I snapped at you and you did not respond till at least quarter to eleven. Well, I have a dog who's a psychopath. Yeah, and then when you snapped at me, you were in bed. Yeah, because I had a shower and I was You don't go back into bed. I do. Because you feel tired for the rest of the day. Leave me alone. Terrible. Terrible. Anyway, I'm, how are you doing? I'm all right. I'm tired too. I'm not tired too. You I... didn't say you're tired. I just, I'm, I'm physically tired. I did exercise wasn't a good idea (laughs) um so so, yeah of podcasts that's what's going on yeah but like pop out i don't have the rona i will try not to cough though because that's gross it's the after size cough if anyone knows what that sort of is because it's cold anyway what should we do? Do you I want think... to do sentence in the middle today? We haven't done that in a while. Oh, go on, twist my leg. Ooh, okay, so we're just going to get straight into the whole subject of the episode, which is what theatre means to us. Yeah, getting sentimental in this ish because theatre's still not back yet because Rona <laughs> is still here. <laughs> there is promise. There is yeah. hope. Boris has got his plan going along, so we just have to keep our fingers crossed that it goes to plan, basically, and the numbers don't go up. Yeah, people just need to be normal people. Don't try and be like, well, this going back to normal in four months anyway, so like, what's the difference if I do it now? And I'm like, no. <laughs> don't hang out with your friends in stupid ways. Don't be stupid, yeah. <laughs> The amount, of, like, the amount of kids I see on Instagram, like on their Instagram stories where they're like hanging out with like four friends, like they're walking around the town and stuff, the town, <laughs> the village. <laughs> but I'm like, what? Just wait till June 11th and go crazy. June 21st. Oh, uh, is it? Not the 11th, mate. Everyone was saying, I, I see you like June 11th and I was like, yeah. no. They've not said that. I'm pretty sure they have, but okay. No, because everyone's been saying uh, me on June 21st and then me on June tw- 22nd. And it's like them partying their best lives. And then on the 22nd, it's like dead. <laughs> I don't know who you've been seeing posting about the 11th. Partying their best life? What? Or? Because on the, no, on the 21st, that's when they said that the clubs and stuff will open. So people are like partying, living their best on the 21st. And then the 22nd, everyone's going to be dead because everyone will be hung over because we haven't drunk in so long. 
I mean, no, I will not be doing that. I'll be back up to the theatre working my ass off. But thanks. Yeah, I will be going to see shows. I won't be in the clubs. But you know. <laughs> but we might be able to do that earlier because you said the 17th of May with like limited capacity. And then 21st of June, you can have full capacity with no social distancing. Ooh, it's exciting. Back, back to the actual thing. Um, okay, yeah. What theatre means to us. So we're getting sentimental because, you know, it's been, it's been almost a year since the West End closed. And wait, no, when does this episode come out? <gasps> this episode comes out on the 19th, which is three days after the year anniversary of us being sent home from the theatres. That makes me want to cry because <laughs> we're recording this before. So yeah. we haven't hit yeah. Oh, it's gonna be a hard day. I hope I'm not working on the sixteenth. Because I'll be emotional. <laughs> I don't know if I can cope. I'm gonna have to watch like all the musical movies that I own just yeah. to like get through the day. What are well, you gonna do? I'm probably gonna eat Hargan Dance and reapply for my job. I don't think <laughs> I don't think they'll be applying yet. No. You never know, but I feel like that'd be a bit premature. Yeah, but we never know. Although last time it was quite a while before. Um, it was like a month before last time at yeah. Christmas. Yeah, I, I, the thing is, it was meant to, we were meant to start, and then the lockdown happened. So we're like, oh, we yeah. never start later. No, it wasn't a month. They said the lockdown would end on the fifth of December, and it did. And our show opened on the eighth. Yes. But like no, but they were like rehiring us before that, and they just disappeared for the whole time we locked down. And then like the last week of lockdown, yeah. they're like, "Oh, you're starting next week," and we were like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit weird. Um, but yes, anyway. So do you want to start us off, Ma? Because I know you say that I talk too much, so you can. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to make sure that we both just talk sort of equally. So you can start. I love your like optimism, but that's never gonna happen. I know you well enough by now that you just don't smoosh. You do you actually hate it though? No, oh, that's it. I love it because <laughs> always we're in like social like social like interactions and things. There's always like you talking, so there's never like look at awkward silence because Lottie has already filled it before. Like yeah, that. I'm a great. I'm a great person to be friends with in that kind of where like you're going to a party where you're not sure how many people you actually sort of know properly. But also when you're just like chilling, but you take a breath, like you're having you're having a conversation, but you take a breath. Lottie will start doing conversation in that breath, so you lose your before. And she's like, "Oh, we're back to you," and I'm like, "I forgot where we was, but okay." Okay, well we don't need to talk about the bad things. We're just. But we love you. Anyway, so I mean, so, like, the thing is, like when you when we said we're gonna do this video, I generally sat there on my bed for like a good like hour, not because I couldn't think of things that like what theatre means to me, but because theatre means so many things. Yeah. Hard to like put it into words. How do you just pick things and be like, yes, that's what it means? Because it's like combinations of little things because that add I, up. And stuff. Yeah, there's been different different moments in my life where theatre has meant different things to me. Well, that's fine. We can go through it. Uh, that's how I kind of split it up. Is in like my 
parts of life where theatre meant different things because that's where I was like that would make sense so I talked about that cool mm. so you know you um, know theatre it's great no um so one of the things that theatre means to me like most of all is escaping and like oh, that was my first one oh, 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 thought it would be <laughs> um, but like it's like freedom and it's like because the difference between like being immersed and like escaping is, is like an immersion like I meant to say immersed not escaping that's anyway <laughs> back to my plot that's the point of my whole speech um so when you're like immersed you're like everything around you like fades away and it like there isn't like an end like end insight for that you can just kind of like because usually when I leave a show my whole my brain is still being like huh I could do this differently in life I could do this differently in life and I thought you become a better person. Whereas, like, when you escape things, you have to crash back into reality straight after, like, you've had your escapism. Yeah. So, like, I feel... Anyway, what I'm trying to say is that it's a, it's really great for just putting your, like, your emotions into perspective and making yourself just feel slightly better, I mm. guess. Like, if you're having a bad day, you go see a show... And the show follows someone having like a really bad like life, for example. But one thing happens at the end of life, and it's like great. You can be like, oh, how can I make every day like that? Like it can like help you reevaluate your life and make you do mm. differently. Okay. I didn't yeah. think of it like that. And what did you think of it like? Because you've got the same one as me. <laughs> I just said I just think escapism is just like. It doesn't have to it doesn't necessarily mean to me that you fall back into reality because you do anyway at some point yeah but like it doesn't necessarily mean that to me like dramatics you know but um I just think of it as like yeah thought of the same thing like where you you're having a day and you're like I'm just I'm gonna go to the theater and just see a feel good or like I need a cry I'm gonna go and see come from away or lay is <laughs> you know like but you 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 just you want to be immersed and escaping at the same time, you know, it kind of works together. But um, you just want to be just focusing on that one thing. I think it's yeah, it's like a mixture of both. You're immersed, so you're focusing on the show, and you're like, yes, I'm living my best life right now, or I'm getting my emotions out right now. But it's also escapism in that sense. They they just they're interchangeable basically. Yeah. Well, but it's. <laughs> Like, yeah it's just a way like because that like is it teach and that's like a really weird lesson i mean not way not a weird lesson to take away from that show but it's such a negative situation that happened but mm. the story is so positive it teaches you about coming together and yeah so it teaches have a really horrible situation kind of like corona yeah how everyone had to come together. I mean, some people are not, but like, how, how everyone had to come everyone together. But also be apart. But like, yeah. Be we're, as a country, most of us, we're working together and being responsible in our, in our own actions, which in turn influences other people and also keeps everyone safe. Because if we decide we're going to go out and be reckless and just not follow the rules, it affects the whole country. And yeah. we, we won't be out of Corona lockdown and stuff. So Miss Rona, she's trash. No one likes her. <laughs> Been her. Yeah. But yeah, like I thought, theatre just 
it's just such a beautiful thing. Anyway, what's your one? Because I'd like to start my next one by accident. I was like, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, my phone's just frozen because I accidentally clicked on a uh, an Instagram notification. So that's really good. <laughs> oh, there we go. Um, I mean, that's just not English, really. I hate myself. I write like one word <laughs> and don't you explain write, what I mean. You write ba- like the most basic shorthand ever. You just expect everyone to know exactly what like because means. Like for you, you like make a whole sentence out of that. But for me, I like read like when we used to like, film together, you took a note of like my fun fact, yeah. and it was like one word, and I was like, <laughs> "That's why I ask you now." I'm like, right, I don't want to know the fact because I want to be surprised when you tell me on the pod. But like, tell me some basic words that you'll remember, and then when we come to filming, you're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. So it's not my fault. No, anyway. I, I, I now list my own fun fact before the podcast that I know I don't. <laughs> Um, well I've written attachment so I just mean like I just I like that you become attached to shows like everyone has different favorite shows of course because it's you know that's human nature we're all different so we all have different favorite shows or different favorite films different favorite artists you know songs songs, yeah I'm also talking like not theater just like anything different favorite sports um yeah I know I'm just I was explaining what I mean so um yeah I like that I like that you're able to form an attachment to the characters the songs the dance like there's so many elements you can form attachments to like I have a different attachment with we will rock you because it was my first show like it's not my absolute favorite and it's not a cast recording I listen to like all the time but it holds like a special place in my heart because it was the first show that I saw on the West End and I've also performed it twice at like Amdram so it like means something different than let's say Les Mis which I didn't I didn't adore it like when we started working there like I'd seen it I'd seen it once in the stage concert and then I'd seen our friend Abby do it like four times or whatever um and I'd seen the film and you know but I always found it confusing and long and like why are they singing all the way through but then that but then (laughs) but then working there you form a different attachment because you're like oh yeah you appreciate it because you see it every night and somehow you pick up different things every time you see it and then like Mamma Mia have a different attachment to that again because it's just like my favorite feel good like I loved the songs before I saw Mamma Mia because who hasn't grown up with ABBA let's be real Gen Z is apparently because they're, they're just really depressed um <laughs> you know and so I just I like that you can form a different attachment based on different scenarios and how life works basically yeah. Anything to add on that one? Not particularly, but I have something that kind of well, they, they all kind of linking together really, because theatre would just be everything. But so my next thing is kind of yeah, like it teaches you lessons. That's what yeah. it, like the one like a make really like a main point in the arts as a whole. Yeah is to teach you a lesson about things and how you take life and, and it just 
sculpts you into a different person than you were before you saw the show. Because mm-hmm. as much as like it could be the most light-hearted show ever, like when we're here, but there's still some sort of an under lesson, like an underlying lesson. <laughs> Don't sleep with three men at once. And not I mean, one. I mean, in close proximity, like close. <laughs> <laughs> I meant don't like sleep with the three different men in like the space of a week because if you get pregnant you don't know who the dad is <laughs> sorry I didn't mean three men at once do you do you if you want to have a foursome also if you have, if you have like a thruple or whatever, like a a flapple for four it could be a foursome a flapple Oh, flapple? Do you mean? Oh, oh, you mean like a couple then? Four. Couple. Like a frapple is a free couple. A quapple. Because it's like quad is four, isn't it? Like quad. That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said flapple. <laughs> I meant couple. <laughs> Terrible. Anyway, we'll move off that. <laughs> I'm now about to somehow bring <laughs> back into like learning lessons from theatre. I've got I've got a uh, a lesson from <laughs> Mamma Mia that I have learned. <laughs> if you um get your foot, you know you 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 fall a little bit on the stage, and your toe starts bleeding because you ping the whole nail off, don't continue with the show. Is what I'm gonna say. I feel like that's good advice that I have learned. <laughs> Thanks, DC. Anyway, Thank you for that one. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. I, was being... <laughs> I, well, I guess like Mama Mia lessons, like Mama Mia teaches you how to like kind of live in the moment and kind of follow your heart. Because like at the end, Sophie's like, I'm not going to get married to you right now. Like I love <laughs> you, but like not going to happen. Like right now, let's go. Huh? Because they're. <laughs> Your voice just like didn't you? Your mouth moved and no words came through the camera. So I was just oh, like, that's fun. No, my voice did that thing where like it goes funny when you've had a drink. <laughs> like you have to swallow. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> God, what is this episode? <laughs> um, what did what? What were we saying? I was saying oh, how Sophie follows her heart because. Sky's always wanted to go travelling with her. But so it's like, I would have Mary and have the whole white wedding. And that's kind of the, kind of the, the biggest, like, tiff in the show is, like... Yeah, because he was like, I thought we should save our money for travelling. Um, yeah. And, like, a simple wedding. But the couple of witnesses... Like, I've always done what you want. I've always done what you wanted me to do. Like, we're doing this for you, Sophie. And then she's like... What do you mean like that? And then... The whole Sorry. wedding happens, and then yeah, no, I'm saying because they're young, or because she's young. She didn't... I mean not because she's young, but she just was like, you know what? He wants something. Let me listen to him and follow my like follow. It does have good sort of relationship thing, but also who the heck has three possible dads <laughs> in real life? <laughs> that doesn't happen that often, surely. I, I mean, know. if you have a frapple, you never know. <laughs> Yeah, should we find a lesson in a different show? Because I feel like Mama Mia is a bit cool. Um, wow! I'm not saying wait- <laughs> <laughs> waitress, but that teaches you not to have an abusive husband, so like that's great. No, but like waitress, like 
she it yeah. teaches how to like how people are like perfectly imperfectly imper- imperfect yeah. no one is like completely great no, no one, one is Poppins. <laughs> huh? no one is mary poppins no one is literally practically perfect in every way because even mary poppins has like, downfalls yep but besides the point um <laughs> don't tell your kids that um uh, terrible what are you saying waitress lost it wow we should no not podcast no one is perfect <laughs> everyone has their imperfections yeah. and if everyone does things that are wrong at some point which is what but you it, learn it, from yeah yeah how you deal with the bad cards you've been dealt and like how you resolve your life quarrels is you know what teaches you to be a better person in the end yeah that is correct what other shows wicked's got loads of lessons in it hasn't i mean it? i mean seeing it wicked has a quite a good like race lesson in it mm. because obviously elf was green and her i mean so that's you know, like the the cast is quite mixed i think i don't really i haven't looked at the cast recently but there's like you know the mixed like within wicked but no one yeah. talks about it. it doesn't matter it's not important to the story but because elva is green people don't like her because she's green so that teaches you a very valuable lesson about why do you instantly hate someone because of their skin color that they can't control yeah and just in general their differences because also she's magic <laughs> i mean yeah but so is like madame morrible but we don't talk about that yeah, but no one likes her because she's scary. She's just across the old, across, across the old lady. But like, not, then, not yeah, but people don't judge in the Emerald City. It was like back home that they were judging. Exactly. So, yeah. Madame Marvel. Wait, don't worry. Never mind. I was going to yeah. make a point, and then I was like, I don't have a point. Fab. But yeah, so like, it teaches you about like it teaches you a, a life lesson of being like, don't judge someone before you know them because it could. You don't know them. You don't have the rights to judge them. Yes, she's green. Doesn't mean she's evil. You make her evil because you like reject her and you just make her have to flee. And also, the populars don't always get the boy. The nerdy one can get it too. Exactly. That is also what Wicked teaches you. Why is my hair just not staying in place? Mm. <coughs> Are you yeah, I just wanted some air and it went down. Are you okay? Way. Yeah, I just wanted air and it went down the wrong way. It's all oh. good. Okay. Whoa. But yeah, should we do our second? <laughs> yeah, because I think I've only got one left. Brilliant. Um. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Key change of the week. Bum bum. Bum, bum. I need a theme tune for that still. I still need to figure that out. You should write so, one. I just mean like a, a tune that I sing it in every week because it's just Key every change. week. <laughs> <laughs> the week. Um, Once We Were Kings from Billy Elliot. And also this key change is just pretty epic because the key change happens mm. when they start singing mm. a cappella. Mm. 
walk proudly and we walk strong. That's where the key change is, and it's just. You go as one. I think I think that's another show that like has like a special place in my heart for no reason other than I did it at Amdram. And I do want to see it if it ever comes back, but like that's one of those ones where like normally that like if I went and saw it, it probably wouldn't have some kind of special place. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, short key change of the week there, but it's not much what? else to say on it. It's just a good song and it's like the last song in the show. And then all together we will go we won't uh, talk about the situation of when I was in it during that song because it's just really embarrassing. So we not move on. <laughs> Did you lose your baton, or is that because the popular kids was that right in front of you and you just? Don't I lost my baton in the first song um, oh. because I was a policeman. But no, yeah, the populars were all there. Anyway, fun fact of the week. Fun fact of the week. Great. So, my fun fact this week comes from the show Waitress. So, as if you've ever seen Waitress, you'll see that she makes eggs. I've not seen it. Have you not? Oh, okay. Well, let me let me tell you all about it. <laughs> I've, I've only seen like a handful of times. So, like I'm just you know, but like watching it very closely, you just see that you know, <laughs> in the show they use eggs. So, just so you know, the eggs are not actually eggs. Because that's not safe. So they use plastic like eggshells that you uh, you get for Easter. Yeah. They're just white. They're not like painted like like uh, art. Oh yeah. It's because Americans always have white eggs. Yeah, really or their, their eggs are always bleached, which is really weird. Yeah, I do. It's weird. Why would you do that to your eggs? Why would you bleach your eggs? Who has such a problem with the eggs being like slightly? Speck- it's intentional. I think it's uh-huh. like. I think it's the kind of chickens that they have and also no. the feed that they give them. No. They bleach their eggs? Yeah. Okay, carry on with your fact. I'm going to Google whilst um, you... Um... So, in the egg, in the plastic eggshell, is peach and peach syrup, which is what makes the egg and the egg yolk. Fun fact. So, yeah. It says on Google... In the US, to reduce the risk of salmonella infection, eggs are washed and sprayed with a chemical sanitizer before they're sold to the public. So maybe, and they're kept at a cooler temperature. So that's why they keep those in the fridge a lot of the time. And in this country, not not everyone does. We do. We, we don't. Yeah. It's, see, it's one of those things. It's like, do you keep ketchup in the fridge? And blah. It's ketchup. one of those things. Ketchup can be kept out of the fridge until it's open. Don't do that. I find that well. We don't. No, we don't spare bottles in the fridge, but just like the one bottle we're using is in the, the fridge. one that you're using. Yeah, it goes in the fridge. But what you have to think about is like where it is in the shop. So eggs in this country are not in fridges in the shop, so they don't need to be in the fridge. No. Things that need like 100% to be in the fridge, things can taste better or like you feel like they're fresher if they're kept in the fridge. Like, yeah. They don't keep like cokes in there, they don't like massive multi packs of cokes in the fridges. No, but they taste better if they're cold, I feel. Absolutely, yeah. But ketchup, ketchup is kept just on a random shelf, it's not in the fridge. However, yeah. some things like that say once opened, refrigerate. 
which is why I keep ketchup in the fridge when we've opened the bottle. Anyway. Yeah, maybe, maybe their eggs are bleached when the sanitizer goes on them. They're a bit weird in the Americas, aren't they? Why do they bleach eggs? Anywho, what's, what's the actor of this hour? The actor of this hour is Laura Osnes. Yes. Yes, good one, isn't it? Right. Wait, I love just... her. Great. I love her too. And I didn't know much about her, so it was good fun to research. I need to research some more because I've only got one more. <laughs> We're only on episode four. We'll be fine. So, Laura Olmez played Sandy in Greece at the Chanhassen Dinner Theatres. But her run was cut short because she was chosen to complete complete to compete in the nationally televised Broadway talent competition. Greece, you're the one that I want. Ooh, so she went on that. Um, some roles include, apart from Sandy, obviously, Elizabeth Bennett in Pride and Prejudice, which I assume is not a musical. I assume that's just a play, right? Yes. Okay. Bonnie Parker and Bonnie and Clyde, of course. Yep. Hope Har- Harcourtin in Anything Goes. Maria von Trapp in The Sound of Music. Uh-huh. Iconic. Julia Trojan, Trojan Trojan in The Bandstand, anyway. And why do I always choose the characters that I can't pronounce? Marguerite in The Scarlet, in the Scarlet Pimpernel. Great. <laughs> Um, so she starred in the world premiere of Bonnie and Clyde, of course. At you feel the... like one of her shows. Huh? You feel like one of her biggest shows. Look, I didn't include everything. But like you forgot one of the main important things about her career. What? Cinderella. Oh. Yeah, I but did forget. That's why she became famous. That's why she became like a famous Broadway actor is through Cinderella. I mean, she kind of actually became famous because of the Grease thing, but sure. Did she yeah, play Grease, Cinderella? But Grease is how she got Cinderella. Oh, I see. Is Cinderella, does she play Cinderella in Cinderella? Cinderella in Cinderella by Roger and Hammerstein. Oh, yeah, not Andrew Lloyd Webber. No. <laughs> not the version, she's not out yet. I feel like I missed it off that roles include list because I was going to write something about it later in the bit, the thing, and I just didn't. So I'm really sorry about that. But yes, she was in Cinderella as well. My bad. So she starred in the world premiere of Bonnie and Clyde at the La Jolla Playhouse in 2009. She then reprised her role of Bonnie at the Asolo Repertory Theatre in Florida in 2010. Previews began on Broadway at the Gerald Schoenfeld Theatre in 2011. And then, and she starred along Jeremy Jordan. What? (laughs) Jeremy Jordan. That's the one who obviously played Clyde. Um, And she won her first Tony for the role. Come on. Legend. She also took part in the world premiere of Bandstand at the Paper Mill Playhouse in 2015. It transferred to Broadway's Jacobs Jacobs Theatre yeah, in 2017, and it played for 24 previews and only 166 regular performances. So it didn't last very long, that bandstand. No. 
It was like, um, one of the songs she's doing with it is like one of the longest like Broadway notes though. Like, really? Crazy, yeah. I feel like I've listened to it, but I might not have. You definitely Who? have like, seen the clip of it. There's a clip of it. Watch it after this. Okay. Um. <laughs> see, yeah, I feel like I meant to put Cinderella in here because then after I would have put what I'm about to say. Following the closing of Bandstand, Osnes frequently performed in the Broadway Princess Party Show, obviously because she did Cinderella and stuff. So, you know, it's become a recurring live event that gathers both popular and up and coming stage actresses who assume the identity of a Disney princess and performs a song from stage or screen in character. The the Disney Prince one as well. Yeah. Male Broadway actors. Yeah. Um, so TV and film quickly just includes Bandstand, the Broadway musical on screen, Between the Black Block, Black Block, I don't know what that says, honestly, City of Dreams, Six by Sondime, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, In the Key of Love, Dynasty, 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 I don't know, it's on Netflix. Dynasty. Yeah. Maybe the American say dynasty. American say dynasty. It's dynasty. Yeah, it's dynasty in this country. That's why I was like, mm-hmm, I don't know. Um, and the one royal holiday. And that is it. Wow. Brief history on Laura Osnes. Laura Osnes. <laughs> I know. I'm just having trouble speaking today. Laura Osnes. I know that that's her name. It's not exactly hard to say, is it? No. I'm Elon. very excited for next week's. Just saying. I'll tell you who it is after we've finished recording. Cool. Next, reasons what theatre means to us. Yes. It's stunning. <laughs> so, um, I mean, so this is because this is like the most basic thing that theatre can mean to you. But, um, like, it's just such a open and beautiful world like the theatre community is such a beautiful and lovely community to be part of and in like there are some like trashy people within the theatre community every communities every fandom every sports we spoke about that but it's (laughs) but like but there was so much love and acceptance and like beautifulness within the theatre community it's always just great being a fan of something because you know that there are people that also are fans of that thing. Yeah. You know that you'll always have someone to talk to about your like obsession or whatever. You, you'll find someone that's like, oh, I love that show. I love, I love the show that no one's ever heard of. And you're like, so that's, I, I just love yeah. it. Well, I mean, I found someone that's like, oh, I like that show too, and I was, I was always like, oh, that show's a bit trash, and I'm like, well. It's- it's fine I'm not bitter or anything but yeah what about what about you yes fandoms fandoms are good um <laughs> sorry words was yeah. hard I got distracted I clicked on an Instagram notification again it threw me off <laughs> it was worth it though um uh, what's it? Huh? Is, it, is this why you've been so like distracted this whole time? Did you keep looking at Instagram? I won't 
pinging no I, I haven't touched it it's because I was getting my list up and I was I pressed the top of the screen by accident as a notification came down last like god's sake um my last one that we can ramble it's fine <laughs> my last one is it's not even necessarily what it means to me but ow it's something that I just really like I it's something about going to see shows that I absolutely love and it's like really random but like the buzz the yeah. buzz of the audience like I would give anything to hear that buzz of the audience before the show starts yeah it's just like as it kind of gradually gets like louder it's like I... a concert before it starts everyone's just like talking but because there's so many people in a sh- small space inside you can hear everything and like there's just it's a buzz buzz yeah yeah but then also a louder kind of buzz in the interval when everyone's like discussing everything that happened in the first yeah. act like I just I don't know it's just there's something about it but it's also just that magical thing where everyone like the lights go down and everyone just goes everyone shushes unless you're on Broadway (laughs) unless you're on Broadway and everyone just screams because they're excited the show's starting in the UK everyone goes silent (laughs) I mean sometimes there's like applause but usually there's like a like yeah yeah it's not normally a woo apart from six but I think that's because it's like younger people generally that go to six I feel like people whoop more in six I mean yeah it's, that's encouraging. It's almost like there, there are some like encouraging audience participation moments in that as well though aren't there yeah so don't you get on your feet at one point in six no they definitely are someone to dance yeah one person in Cleves- oh, I thought, I, for some reason I thought that there was like a everyone has to stand up oh no that's in Thriller never mind do you remember? How are you getting them confused? I don't know. I don't know. One of them's great and one of them's trash. Right, Thriller is not trash. There's just not really a story because it's a true life story, okay? <laughs> it's no, not trash. Not a true life story. It's just his songs. It's basically a concert. It's not a musical. It's just a concert. It's not because it's telling the story of his life when they go through the songs. It's not really, though. Yes, it is. Did you even watch it? I did, but I just wasn't really. Okay, fine. I paid attention and I've seen it twice. I'm not saying it's my favourite show. I'm just saying it's not trash. It's not like the other show that I don't like that I won't say. Tina? No. (laughs) No, it's less of a story kind of telling like that. They sort of tell the story as they're you know, before each song, they sort of tell a bit of a information. It's like a synopsis of the song, whereas, like, with, like, shows like yeah. follow her life through her music and, like, the story. It's just a different style of doing it, okay? Just Obviously, t- people liked it. It was there 10 years. Actually, it was 12, but, yeah. Whatever. I think, I don't know, but I think it was, like, 12 or 13. I think like, it opened... No, it opened in 2009 because that's the year he died. It opened just before he died. Yes. Yeah. It was almost 11 years, I think. I don't know. But not important. Anyway, what are we saying? What are we talking about? Buzz of the audience. Anyway, yeah. I like that. I like that part of theatre. But like from working it as well, like when when people, like when the doors just first open, it just instantly just feels like a different thing. 
that's why atmosphere is so important in things yeah like when you because like, we, we would walk on the theater before and after the show and it would be like a different environment than it was when people coming into it oh when we're working yeah yeah like when we're working we're just wandering around and just walking through the corridors and we're like Cool. And also, I also like the buzz of when before the show starts, when the orchestra, like some people Boy are up. like, yeah. so you can hear everyone chatting, you can right. hear like, <laughs> like things like that, like it's just, I don't know, it's just like emotion. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah. Great to hear, just like the. the... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like, go on then. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, it's great. Oh, what's that? Go downstairs, I'm sorry. <laughs> Have you got anything? Not really. Just, I love theatre and I can't wait for me to be back. <laughs> well, should we close it up then? Well, maybe we should. <laughs> maybe we, we ought to, otherwise we'll talk about nothing and no one will listen. Or they will, though. What's hey? Just a quick question. What's one of the sh- what's the first show you want to see when, when theatres reopen? For me. If you had, if you had any choice over any show, like you were free that you know totally free that day. Mamma mia. That's gonna be my first show back. I've already decided. Unless something that I've already booked Happens. comes back bef- and like my date of that comes back before I can go and book something else. But like, mamma mia. First one of like choice will be Mamma Mia. Yeah. Love that. I need that kind of positivity in my life. <laughs> I need that like I, I need the, the overture, let's be real. The vibe's gonna be so electric though, like it's just gonna be so good when like theatres do reopen again. No I one's can't... gonna no one's gonna like complain about toilet queues ever again. <laughs> no one's no one's just ever gonna have a problem. Everyone's just gonna be so like I'm so happy to be here. Oh my god, the understudy's on. Yay! Rather than like, ugh, I wanted to see so and so. No, we'll still have trashy Don't people. Have trashy people have never gone away. They'll always exist. But I feel like people are going to be more happy to be somewhere and privileged. Like they're going to feel more like privileged rather than like. Yeah. I should be here because I'm amazing. <laughs> I've I've met Indina Menza. No, sorry. <clears throat> I've met Adina Manzal like six times. <laughs> I got to meet her. She definitely haven't, but okay. You're like 10 years old. Okay. <laughs> you weren't even alive when she was in a wicked. From personal experience. Uh-huh. Anyway. <laughs> uh, wicked stage door is one of a kind. <laughs> I've met um, Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> I've met Meryl Streep um, when she was on the West End in like 1973. <laughs> was she on the West End? It might not have been West End, it might have been Broadway. Or like off Broadway. Go on Broadway HD and watch yeah. Alice, whatever it is. It's iconic. You would never be in the West. Why would she come to the West End? I don't know. People from the Americas come over here all the time. What's your first show gonna be that you wanna book? I don't know. There are so many I'd love to see. I just have to have a week of just bashing out. You can't ask me the question. <laughs> And not answer it properly yourself. Yeah. That's no, not the I, I need an answer. I can just tell. <laughs> what? I can tell you. I can tell you how an answer. So like it's fine. But uh, I don't know because there are so many. Like I think I'd just probably just I'd probably say Wicked. Just something like that. 
when I I've, it's been one of my first shows I saw like properly see. And I feel like it was always going to be your one. Wicked is just my baby. Like if ever she gets an out, she's closing. I don't know what I'll do with myself. That'd be that'd be so weird. That would literally for like people of our generation for musical theatre, that would be like Les Mis closing. Yeah. Or Phantom. But I couldn't I couldn't imagine seeing anything else in that theatre. Like if I walk right, I'd be like But then again you you felt like that with Kinky Boots, didn't you? Yeah, well, leave me alone. Waitress is a different scenario altogether. Yeah, but you know, it, it's a similar situation. Like waitress, who is she? No, I don't. <laughs> don't even. Don't I don't. As you speak of, like. Now I want to know. She's not looking. If Meryl's ever been on the West End. I'm just gonna keep flicking through this. <laughs> Never seen it. Never seen it. Who's waitress? I don't even. Huh? I don't know who I've heard of like this person and she's called like Lucy. She. Who is? pie shop. Meryl Streep was born in New Jersey. Fun fact. Oh. <laughs> like I'm googling. Okay. Um, I don't think she has been on the West End. I think she's done. She's done Broadway, Broadway or off Broadway. Damn. Well, never mind. But she was in like the best movie musical of the two thousands. So. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> best That's cool, anyway. anyway, we're gonna go. Thanks for watching. And we'll see you next week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow and recommend and. Give us a little review and follow us on the Twitter and the Instagram and the Facebook. And, the fa- and uh, that's about it. <laughs> Bye. Bye.